When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Folks, if you'd like a copy of my best-selling first book, Tales of a First Round Nothing, head on over to ecwpress.com. If you'd like a copy of my second book, Tales with TR, Fights, Film, and Folklore, head on over to www.flankerpress.com. If you'd like either copy personalized, just add a note. Thanks for listening to my podcast, and happy reading. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 149B of Tales with DR. I'm your host, Terry Ryan, today here with Ryan Madman McD McDonald of Shorzy fame. McD, how the fuck are you doing? I'm doing well, man. One away from the, from the centennial, it's not centennial, but 150 mark. God, I feel proud. With? Oh, I see. Yes, my I'm podcast. Just saying, okay, we, could, we could call it 150. Full transparency, I just smoked half a joint. Okay. I had, do you know how many lines I had to remember? For today? Today. I had, okay. Let's so go behind the curtain. Okay, what's, what's up? Today was the most, so those who don't know, McD had today off. He plays Michaels in the show. And uh, we did all our apartment stuff. But I had yeah. like the most lines that I've ever had. So it was a lot of memory, like a ton. That's good, man. So as soon as I got back, I but you're smoked good at half what you a do. joint and I wrote your questions and I went somewhere that you don't think, <laughs> honestly, it couldn't be any more appropriate uh, for my 149th show. Maybe well, I'm going to talk about it. Last time it was like, <clears throat> what, did we, what did we talk about last time? That it was, if I was a caveman and like someone showed up with fire, like it went off the rails. It went off the rails. Yeah, yeah, but it was good. And it, it wouldn't did go, go off I, the rails. I wouldn't want it to be any other ways. And I know some people are expecting hockey, so I've got to pepper it with a little bit of hockey. for yeah. the. But I do get the sense that people listen to this. I mean, if you're listening to this to get your updates on hockey and everything that's going on, you're in the wrong spot. Uh, I assume you're going to go to 
Bob McKenzie or O'Dog or Ken Reed or whichever of the great broadcasters we have and hockey analysts in I listen Canada. to Merrick every day at noon. I've yeah, been doing that. Merrick's great. I've I listen to all of them, you know. Yeah. And then I do the old uh, the old three to five with uh Kipper and Bourne. Oh, yeah, but I but that's I think I'm that's me being a product of uh, being in Ontario, right? Maybe, and I. Okay, so I listen to. I think just as much Sportsnet as I do TSN, and yeah, for the most part, I'm never going to call anybody out. I know that's it's a hard job. For the most part, I. I enjoy, a lot of perspectives on both sides. They both have experts yeah. and analyze the game fantastic. So I find myself, and I'm so addicted to it, and a lot of them are saying the same thing. They are. But I, but, yeah, yeah, but I, I, I'm like five hours a day. Right? Yeah. Well, okay. So, I mean, if I can get away with it, yeah, I'll be doing that too. But I find myself like Sportsnet for the audio content almost, but I know they show it like a YouTube version and yeah and a, like a radio portion of it as well but the, I can't I can't not listen to Jay on right at night oh at, at night yeah see I never I never ever watch him I listen to him the next day on a podcast oh yeah. in podcast form when I say to you I listen to podcasts a yeah. lot of it's TV shows that that are just restreamed as audio yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah you know what I mean sure. which is great so a lot of my life I've gone I li- not that you ask, but I, I mean, a lot of people <laughs> must be able to relate to it. I, I now I can honestly say I listen to more podcasts than I watch TV. I'm not counting Netflix and stuff. Well, it's funny you say that. Like I brought my, uh, like here, we're in a hotel here for like a month and a half. And, uh, I found myself watching more YouTube. Yeah. Uh, just to like, I mean, it's honestly, it's podcasts that are being taped. Yeah. That, that's what I'm watching more that's More honestly now how I than, uh, get my news. Most stuff, yeah, yeah. Like I don't even need cable. I got it because, um, oh, really, honestly, anymore. because I, I I do Sportsnet or sorry, uh, Ryan Rashog, Jason Strudwick, who worked for TSN and Edmonton. Yeah, I do Edmonton, a podcast yeah. with them uh, here and there. Got your back podcast, so it I must they, be I so. Like to watch the Oilers games live. You know what I mean? Must be so fun to do right now with them being on such a heater. I'm telling you right now. They it's going to be fucking hard to beat them. I just look if the Oilers are now now they're legit anyway. Like f- four years ago, it was a two man, maybe a five man show. No, but, but this is real. Now they're legit. Yeah. Like McDavid or Drysaitel on any if, given night. If they were to miss, but if they were to miss, if one of them was out, okay. they would still, in my mind, be a favorite. Like they've got a good team. Yeah. You mean if one was out, or like one or well, the like other? if one of them got hurt, like I don't, I, I don't wish it upon anybody. But, but this yeah. is like, I th- what I'm saying is that if two of them were out, they would have an average above above average team. So like I'm looking at them, it's like Colorado. Yeah. Colorado's Colorado, but at any point they have McCarron, McKinnon, yeah, but Ranton and like they have great players. But I'm just. You know, Landis Cog, uh, when Landis he comes Cog's back. Gone. He, I think he's gone for the year. Yeah, yeah. Depending on what we're talking about right now, what we know. I think he is. I think he's gone. Yeah, yeah. And when, But I said the same thing. Like, you remember how determined McKinnon was when they um, 
Hell yeah. Remember that? They lost, and he said, I haven't won anything yet, yeah, and yeah, until yeah, I yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. And that was one of the best players, because he can kick it in overdrive, too. I mean, oh, he, to he, me, he, if you he, add, he's, he's a complete player. I still put McDavid number one. Nova Scotia boy. But he's, re, yeah, I mean, and when it comes to the playoffs, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you got to give him the nod on McDavid so far. But you could tell, like, they're going to be Colorado anyway, and they're decent, and they have two, like, of the best players around. That's what well, I see with Edmonton. They're going to get through them no matter what. Yeah, like, if you're yeah. L.A., yeah, and they're yeah, really yeah. good, and fucking Vegas and Seattle. Dude, L.A., I know. The, I, know. I know. The whole West is, it, everyone keeps talking about the East, but, like, that's a, it's a bit of a juggernaut but over there. I like, think who's the, going to go through each other? Look, I think, you're right, you're right. I think the East. Dallas. Because, the East, because so, all those teams made a move, and, like, like to me, the top six teams in the East all made major moves, like they're going to win the cup. But I also think that there's like built-in statement teams that are there anyway, right? Because you got Boston, who's yeah. having an unreal season. Yeah. You got the Tampa Bay, who's like given they're there. Yeah. And then you got Toronto, who's like kitty at the door. You know what I mean? Like yeah, three just teams scratching, that all expect to win that are all supposed to be there, but who knows? And then. And then yeah. you got the Dirty Islanders and Florida. You know what I mean? And you got like these Jersey teams. who went on a 23-game heater no and, one's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And the, and they made a move, right? They they got Didn't they get Timo Meyer? They got Timo Meyer for sure. Right? And didn't they bring the other Hughes brother in? Yeah, yeah they did. That's a fun story. <laughs> It'll be, to me, if they, if they were to win, like they're so young and they did nothing last year, in my mind, if they were to actually win... That's an example of things that change the game forever. For like, sure. If, if they, they, then, and I don't believe they will, but they're that much of an anomaly to me that Look. if they were to win, to me, it would be like Bobby Orr winning. Like, you could almost say, okay, you know what? We can do away with this experience thing. Not You couldn't because it could be a one year, but wow. you know what I mean? Like some people would do that. Like still, still, I know I'm talking a lot. I'm going to let you go in a sec. No, because, no, no, no. I, I think this is interesting. Like still, people often say, I say it every year, and they go, no, you know, you don't have to be big anymore. No, look, you might not have to be as rough. You might not have to have as, as, as many guys who fight, but look how big Tampa's defensemen are. Look, we say Edmonton's good. Yeah, look yeah, how yeah. big they are. They're yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. They're huge. huge. It's still physics, even yeah. if you don't go out and hit. And I, I've yet to see a fucking team that doesn't have monsters out there. Look at Washington. Look at Wilson yeah, and these won. guys. Look at Ovechkin and... There's like, you know, and they could, well, the Canadians will change the game. Not really. They had one anomaly year and they had fucking led by Shea Weber Wi-Fi. and Carey Price. Or that right? kid, that well, yeah, kid. he came yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, and it's, it's just like you'll always need a defenseman. I even think you can't do it on no goaltending, but Kemper won it. Like if you get sufficient and you I have a good so. enough. See, that's what I'm, that, okay. So you were kind of like talking about like that, that's where I start to wonder Especially because, yeah, okay, so I'm a Toronto fan. But, um, and I say that all quiet, but, but, you know, you see the goaltending situation going in that first round. You're like, oh, 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 oh boy. I know. Um, you're going up against Vasilevsky, who is proven to be just a wall in the playoffs. He, he, he's the McDavid, like he's the X Factor. He's the, he's, and, and then you hear about like, you know, you can't win, like we're just talking about without goaltending. But I don't know, like, you think, I think back Kemper's a few years an outlier. Ago, if we, see, because Kem, Kemper, Kemper was kind of an outlier. Yeah. Like Matt Murray was now. Granted, he's on Toronto, but like yeah, he was a bit of a he was a bit of an outlier when when Pittsburgh won too. Taking uh, he was, and I guess Corey Crawford did it. You know, I, now is Corey Crawford underrated, 
or was he an average goalie that won the cup? I think he's an average goalie that won the yeah. cup, and I hope that he had, hey man, all respect. And he won a few. <laughs> I, I really don't yeah. know. I, I, you know, I had Scott Darling on my podcast. I watched it as a fan. To me, he looked small in the net, but he was reflexive. I love that about him. But I really don't know his stats. So like, wait, so did he go on a run? I don't. I, I remember yeah, Kane he scoring did. big. He was I mean, like he a must Chicago have Chicago favorite. Yeah. Now I remember at some point Scott Darling had to go in and he took him over the edge. Yeah, I know man. that. Yeah, but I mean, three cups. But and I believe reason, Crawford was in on all of them, right? He yeah, he was. Technically, went in as their main goalie. Was Habby Bullen in there for one of them? I might, um, be, I might be just spitting shit in my ass right now. It's a great question. You know, I can um, look it up. But okay, so what? Uh, for me, I so until I saw your podcast, I was like, "Oh wait, is Scott Darling? Is he from Newfoundland?" No, he, he just came over. He just came over. Well, so he's a he's a like a Chicago native. Chicago native, I believe. Can you yeah, yeah, yeah. And went in the net, and then and, he and, went in the net. So that was the yeah, okay. So I am right, and I don't recall yeah. if. Crawford either was hurt or was shitting the bed, whatever. I hate to say, fucking he just wasn't, to say something. He like, wasn't playing. Something. And, but he, Crawford ended up yeah. coming back. Yeah. But Darling really got them out of a jam, whatever it would be. I could press, you know what? I could look into it's it, but if you're like listening what, uh, to this and you're interested, fucking look it up. <laughs> yeah, look it up. Get the get, fuck off Instagram off and go look up something half educational. Uh, uh, it's like what, you know... Uh, because I came from Vancouver too, and and have watched a lot of the Canucks, and look, Demko is, Demko is great. Yeah. Now he had a horrible first start of the season. That's fine, and some other boys took the, the heavy lifting while he was hurt, and I think it was a situation almost like that. Like we got to see, I say we, but like fans got to see. Uh, you know, uh, Colin D'Elia yeah. and uh, a few other guys like kind of like flex a little bit. And they were good. They were good. Now, was it a good team? No. But, you know, they're going through. Yeah, yeah. I know what through. you mean. They're, get, they're getting their feet wet. And Demko is. I think he's on that team. Demko's great. And the thing is, in Newfoundland. Demko like almost took out Vegas two years ago. Well, you know what? Yeah. I, I believe in that guy. But you yeah. know something else? The goalies that, like to me, like, let's say Jack Campbell, and I know he struggled this year and a little bit of last year. It's too bad, like, Skinner's so good. because Skinner's I mean, good, but see, Skinner looks big to me. Like, for some yeah, reason, like... No, Campbell looks small in the doesn't net. Doesn't he look he small? Just, he just finds, somehow, I look at, like, in yeah. those important games, he just looks smaller than... It seems like you can see lots of net. Yeah, yeah there's holes. I, I find that with Jerry, too, on Pittsburgh, but I, I don't know if it's just the goals they're letting in, because you'd figure you'd maximize... I mean, if I'm a goalie, I'd be an idiot not to maximize... The, the size hey. of the pads, wouldn't I? Or, or? Why not? I mean, we're talking. I was I was giving shit because I'm like so it's, short. It's physics. Yeah, the net's so big. If yeah. I have bigger pads, it's going to hit it. And and I was like, I look like a little Mike Vernon, like as uh, Michaels and Shorzy in there right now because. Oh yeah. My whole funny. thing was like, I don't want the big shoulder pads. I don't know if I'm talking. McD doesn't. Talking so for those that don't here, know, McD pays our goalie in the show, but he doesn't act yeah. in real life. He plays out. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> yeah. So it's fun. Uh, you had to but, take it on the. We, we had uh, the, when we came here, we had like three on three, four days. Like stunt <laughs> rehearsal was fun. We were firing it around, but you couldn't play out. I know you were dying. Oh, I just yeah. wanted a right-handed stick. I was just <laughs> like, "Hey, fish, give me your stick." <laughs> He's fish. like kind of about the same size. I always grab his sticks, but. Um, yeah, anyway, um, I wanted the illusion of, like, uh, like looking bigger the way that a lot of the goalies do look these days. Like, they're all, like, fucking what? 
Six foot three at least. Well, yeah, my, I'm thinking like when least. I when I think of Vasilevsky, that's one of the reasons I see him as being that good. Like I look, I, I really don't know. I'm guessing he's and six three. And they're just though. peering over people like, yeah. when you see them in net. So it's it's visually it's uh, it's it's crazy to watch as just like kind of as a spectator. Uh, trying to like kind of gather information and stuff like that. Like, there's just no no question. Almost all of them are like six foot three, four well, and above. And I don't. Yeah. Well, they're really. And, and again, that's physics. But I don't remember it always being like that. I'd love no. to know the the guy in Nashville is an outlier. That small guy. Saros. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, most. Who's the guy that just stepped down from Nashville? Rene. Oh yeah, Rene. He was big. Pekka, lot, he was or, or huge. The guy in Boston. Rask. Tuca. He was pretty big. Yeah, he was big too. Um, there, I mean, a lot of them. James Reimer's tall. Like, uh, but it, for some, a few years ago, the, the rules changed. I, I don't know. The goalies had to about take the some pads off. Pads getting a little Remember smaller. Remember when Gear and those guys yeah. came in, and it was just like that was my era. Yeah, going from like shooting in junior. Watch some of the highlights. I'm there with Brian Boucher, and he's just against like a marshmallow man. But some like, people, Hasek, I remember, and Martin Brodeur opted to keep the small pads. Hasek was reflexive. I did play a game. I hit a post yeah. and I him on a breakaway. The outside though, still with that like that. Uh, he would bounce around the net though, watching that him helmet play. too. Like. That helmet, <laughs> but like he never relied on the angle. He was so reflect. He did. Oh, sorry, sorry. He obviously was good at cutting the angle, but he didn't rely on any big gear to do it. Yeah, he no, he just flip around. And- he was exciting, and he won. I believe the NHL's MVP, which doesn't happen all the time, as a goalie. Oh really? Yeah, I did. Yeah, he he definitely won it once. Theodore won it a few years later with Montreal. Jeez. Theodore had like a magical year, but not the career. Well, he was that. so head and shoulders uh, during that time for so long. Like Hasek took Boss or took Buffalo to the final. Buffalo, man, yeah, Buffalo. That that whole the uh, uh, like the the last sequence. Was that or no? That was with Brett Hull Hall. scored in the overtime. Yeah, yeah, I'd never mind. But he got, them there. Like, I, he got them see, there. Like he got them. See people yeah. that. The iconic picture of Hasek holding the cup over his head, he's with Detroit. Detroit, you know, he was yeah, in his, his mid to late 30s. But but people that I played senior hockey with at home, right, would no, see that. Buffalo. And they didn't even realize he played on Buffalo. I was like, boys, holy fuck. Like, yeah. that was what I remember him being there. No, that you was know, his money moment. That was money. Like, yeah, Buffalo yeah. were good and they yeah. were chippy, but they Those weren't fish the best team the fucking saves, Like, just flopping like a goldfish. Yeah. The fucking- he nearly won it. Uh, he nearly, uh, they nearly won the cup. Um well, hence MVP. Now, here we go. McD, I want right. to know this. All right, all right. I want to know this. What classic movie, and I'm going to tell you it's older. Okay, it's Beautiful. older. The last three words are, well, nobody's perfect. And Marilyn Monroe says them. Oh, you're going to get me here. And I believe she might break the fourth wall when she when she says it. Oh, uh, you know, I just watched that Anna de Hermes. Um I don't I don't I don't think I'm gonna get it. Okay. The answer is and I recommend so I Can you can you give me like the first word? These aren't easy. These aren't easy. Oh, you're challenging. Um this is a classic and I force myself to watch them. Yeah, and, I've done that too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because I sit there, it's not my instinct, and I'll always pass over and go. Maybe watch, I don't know, Shawshank again or something. And I'm like, you know what? No, fuck. Movies existed back then. I went then back and reason. watched the James Dean movies just recently. Hey, me like, too. There's only three of them. Ago, People like, don't realize. I, like, I need to three just of them. at least see see what they were. Oh, and like, I didn't, I didn't know. 
And, Rebel uh, Without a Cause, yeah. Giant, and... And, uh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. East of Eden. East of Eden. Good yeah. call. See, this guy is a movie. I did the same shit, though. I, I, I recently, look, I, when I go home at night, okay? Yeah. I, I loved Giant, by the way. Yeah, it was fantastic. I'd never heard of it. Super, super underrated. I'd never heard of it. And well, I, oh. everyone's always like Rebel Without a Cause, but or, or hey, or, dude, I like that better. Yeah. First of all, he was playing somebody I didn't expect. I, I thought he was going to be Rebel Without a Cause in each of the three movies. Yeah, I think that. Well, that's the right. That's the persona yeah. that is like. Yeah, yeah. and I was yeah. fascinated when I heard it. I, I heard it in in school. I did folklore, right? So a lot of these. I mean, people ask. Folklore sounds funny and everything. It is like you can, but it's so much. It covers stories and traditions and like superstitions and anth- anthropology, you know, people in social situations. And so a lot of the courses you can take are just layups and they're so yeah. fun. It's like <laughs> the history of uh, popular music was one. And then I did one on the same thing. Not quite as deep as a, like it wasn't a film. Still. Like uh, there's certificates you can do in their stuff, but I would just, there are crossover uh, courses that we yeah, call yeah, yeah. right? So it would go towards a folklore credit and I was like, great. So I went back oh, anyway amazing. and read a book on, and uh, until recently, probably a year ago, Yeah, watch those three. Yeah. So what I'll do, I often say to people when I get home, like, what do you do with, with Penny Lane? Because I post me and her like watching movies and stuff. Well, each night... She has to watch for a half hour. I make her read for at least 10 minutes, and then for a half hour, she has to watch something with me now. Three days of the week, it might be a documentary on the pyramids or Machu Picchu, but count, what counts is classic movies. Like, yeah, and classic movies mandate? count. Mandate? Okay, okay. Right? So she got to come out, and yeah. because it's history, and it's going to come up, okay, and it's going to okay. help her in the long run. I love and when she, if she knows who James Dean is, Yeah. right? And, 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 you know, like I often say, I'm not trying to... And, and not trying to press my stuff onto her because I hadn't seen it either. No, but just at least let her it's know interesting. what it is. You yeah, should yeah, know yeah, who the Beatles yeah, yeah, are. Yeah, you yeah. should know who the Rolling Stones are. Yeah. You should know Amen. who William Shakespeare was. Amen. You'll probably get that in school, Yeah, uh, Shakespeare, but... She'll have a, you she'll have know, a head up yeah. on you. Yeah. So, you know, I'm like, it, it might be... You know, she was really ecstatic about some of the new action films, so I went back and... One day I'm real loose. I said, okay, so we'll we'll watch Speed. But I'm like, you know, that's classic Speed. movie. Yeah, nice. Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock, yeah, oh, Dennis yeah, Hopper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, who's Dennis Hopper? I'm like, well, remember that Hoosiers movie? Like, and now, yeah. and she's in the industry. Hanukkah, fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Pat's Blue Ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to oh. check out that. Whoever's listening that hasn't oh, seen that, got to check it out. Um, <laughs> so, David well, Lynch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, Nobody's Perfect. Anyway. Is a movie called Some Like It Hot, and it's Jack Lemmon and Tony Curtis, and they oh, witness a gang a gang shooting, cast. and they're in in the band. So then, they they dress in drag. I, I I didn't realize. I'm like, geez, that was pretty risque at the time. So the guys dress in drag and then join her. Her name is Sugar Cane. It's Marilyn Monroe. I, I if it's not her last, wow. it's one of the... Yeah, is she, it really? Yeah, it's a great movie. It's like I watched it. I was like, wow, this is actually pretty good. But uh, and anyway, oh and I'd heard of it, and I said, and I looked, and then when I looked it up, because I like to Google then the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, for How sure. How good really was it? And it was like, it's put, along with 25 other films, the first 25 and to go in the Smithsonian. Yeah. Um, it's got, it was nominated for six different things, and it's one of the first comedies that really kind of breaks those barriers down, and, you know, it might still look prehistoric, but given that it was 1959... It's very progressive. It, that's fine. Fine by me. Like, uh, s- some of these movies look 
I fucking argue that they look better. Like it's uh, everything's well, so HD now, and I love the the grit of the film. Actually, still in a movie, like for some reason, whether just it's like listening to late eighties or right. like, like same as listening to vinyl. It's well, you'll like, like this, and for those that. Yeah. Uh, haven't heard of it, check it out, and I really do. I, I think some like it hot. At the very least, I think you'll find it amusing. I, you know, there's times that it's hilarious, mm. but you're, you're like me. Like, I sometimes, it, like, it took me forever to go, but once I did, now I'm so fucking pumped, right? Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of movies. All right. So, I did, this is, was part of the same course. We went right back. So, do you know when the first... What's considered a movie? What year it would have come out? Oh and you can my God. you can answer this one of three different ways because <laughs> I don't know what would be considered a movie. A talkie? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying that there's like the first because the first uh, the the first. Okay, here we go. Okay, I'll tell you the first two. So the first time that you'll ever see a moving image on a screen with sound what happened was thomas edison was just came up with electricity and all these things oh, he was testing wow. there's actually a thing in 1904 a trip down main street and it's in san francisco like seven days before the earthquake first movie and you can see no no this isn't this oh. is 1904 but i'm just, i remember that everything i used to watch oh, got thomas edison attacked attached to it so it must have been his companies or whatever were responsible for anything that had electro, I'm not sure, but he's attached to all this stuff. So I went back further, and it all has to do with pictures and stuff, right? Yeah. So it, at first they weren't going, who's going to win the Oscar? It was about how are we going to make this picture a moving, it wasn't even about like a Like a talking. moving picture. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, two yeah, yeah. people were arguing that had the money, Yeah. and they were arguing, and one guy said, horses' feet come up off the ground when it runs, and the other guy said, no, it, they don't. So the whole reason oh. they did it, and they, they had access to the technology. So the first... And you can check this out. Anybody listening, you can YouTube it. It only goes for like five seconds. It's called Horse in Motion. And then from that... <laughs> We're learning things here, yep, everyone. From that, We're they learning. figured out they figured out how to do it. And I forget the fucking guy's name, but about 10 years later in 1888 or 1889, they get a picture of the Wild West. You think Billy the Kid and all that stuff and, you know, Wyatt Earp and Tombstone. That's like 1970, or sorry, 1870 to 1890. It was at the most 20 years, mostly 10. The biggest part of the Wild West was 10 years. People don't realize that. They think it was like 400 years. It was... People, the, the eastern seaboard was populated. They started to find gold. They came out west. You're for talking all kinds the late 1800s to like into the yeah the beginning of 1900s. And then the industrial revolution happened, and then all those places that they were, you know, they were making the first railroads and stuff. Right, that the Wild West was only wild because it didn't have any law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people that were in the law was shaped when when it grew. But that was late 1800s. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So 1878. So all these advances are happening because there's so much. It's a burst of, like I don't know what would be an area where like. I guess the 80s and 90s with tech. Like, you know, and you don't think about it, but, you know, if you never saw a picture before and then you see a horse in motion, you'd be freaked the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, Right? Yeah, so sure. uh, 10 years after that, and it's called the Round the Roundhouse Rose Garden Scene. And it's four or five people, and they're literally playing Ring Around the Rosie, and it goes on for like 10, 10 minutes. Why do I feel Sorry. like I've seen this before? Yeah, 10 seconds. And then... Then in 1903, there's like flower, flowery gardens like around. Yeah, and it's black and white. And yeah, and now they got it restored, but it's only about five seconds. But you can see, and then of course directors from all over, 
Because people were studying, how are we going to do this? Like, I guess the first directors would have had to have a real... They were well, almost it was in editing. It was just yeah, like, they, like exactly flipping. That's editing. what they were like, yeah, figuring yeah. out how to do it. Splicing, yeah. splicing film together. It wasn't so artistic yet, but the, it, it immediately starts to go that route. So, yeah. 1903, there's a movie you will have heard of. It's only 13 minutes, and you can get it on YouTube. I highly recommend it. So it's called. Actually, do you know what it was called? No, I, I have no idea. I'll give you one bit of trivia about it that you've seen. Okay. At the very end of Goodfellas. The very, very end. Oh, shit. Joe Pesci looks right at the screen. He breaks the fourth wall, and he takes a six-shooter, and he goes boom, 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 and he's looking right. Now, a lot of people don't realize this. I watched it recently again after I took that course, and I'd forgotten, and I'd never seen The Great Train Robbery. And in the... In the extras in that, Martin Scorsese says how everybody should, she, should see this. It's only 13 minutes. Yeah. But considering what was it before, it, it's as groundbreaking as, I don't know, the Spaghetti Western, Sergio it's, Leone. Or totally. like it's, it's right up there because it had never been done. Yeah, yeah. And at the end, the great train robbery, I mean, I don't give anything away, but I don't think people are hanging on the edge of their seat to see it. It's 13 <laughs> minutes. But anyway, no, they do. They rob the I, train. I'm watch it today. There's a bit of acting involved. And then the guy looks right at the screen. It's the exact, exact same looks scene. Looks right down the f- Yeah, he looks right in the like, barrel, and he looks yeah. over, and he goes, boom, 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 boom. And he looks like Joe Pesci, because they could have picked anybody. It's not like Pesci was picking off people at the very end of the movie. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It just happens. Goodfellas, and then it shows him, and he goes, boom, boom, almost like, almost like James Bond when he looks right at the thing at the end of the credits, and he shoots at the... Totally. That's like what happened. right in the barrel. Yeah. Like, Which I guess you could say is an extension of that. Could right? be. Right? So, I mean, it's Could probably be. influenced at some point by it. Yeah. It's worth your while. <laughs> so, there, people listening, that's a bit of trivia. And uh, it's, it still fascinates me. Then, of course, um, my favorite early film would be it starts with me. Um, because of all that, Charlie Chaplin, who's a lot of people remember as this Oof. kind of funny clown, but he's, there's a movie called Modern Times. And it's about him going to work in the Industrial Revolution and working for the man. And there's a camera always following him. And yeah. he's always doing something wrong. And it's like the first kind of back... Because the Industrial Revolution, all kinds of people were working. Yeah, yeah. But like unions weren't formed yet. There was a lot of fucking close yeah. to slave labor kind of shit going on. But people needed the work. And they were moving. And the cities were getting bigger. Slums were too, though, and everything, right? And then even if you were fortunate, a lot of people Where'd were you see owned this? by the man. It's the courses I did in one course. I'm... No, but could you like could you watch these on YouTube, do you think? Uh, modern like, times, you got to get that. somewhere. It's a classic, yeah, yeah. and it's not that long, and it's it's not a talkie like yet. A poster of that. But it's really, yeah. like, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's yeah, Charlie yeah. Chaplin, the first, like, I, I was expecting, I never watched any Charlie Chaplin. I just knew who he was because of the movie Robert Downey did. Yeah, yeah, Robert, yeah. And, uh, you know, the course, it's not that long. I, I did it. Like in 2013, it wasn't that long ago. So I've since really tried to go back and watch these Dude, a few times. A lot, the, the time that I was watching those types of movies was when I first got into, and this was Netflix before it was digital, yeah. and I was getting them in the mail as DVDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, remember maybe, this? I remember Like when that. Netflix was that version uh, Yeah, of I Netflix? do, I do. It because was, you would get it, You, I would be like, okay, well, I'm sending back this one. Yeah. And I, all of a sudden I was like, well, what fucking, I don't know. I've seen everything I feel like, but I was like, okay, well, I need to see, I want to I go back. I want to watch all of uh, James Dean movies. I, mean, I want to watch all of Marlon Brando's movies. Yeah. Wanna, like, and then they would come in the mail and then I would have to send it back wait a few days until they received it and then it they would like send the old, me the new one back. The old one with the tapes and the CDs. 
Remember like Columbia House, Netflix were on top of it. What, you're, I what? was Columbia House with DVDs too. But. I was too. The Netflix <laughs> that you're talking about, yeah, that was still way ahead of the curve. Oh, for sure. It sounds prehistoric now to people listening, but it might. But that was like, yeah, I'd still do that today. Yeah, to, totally. Like, um, so the last thing I will say about right? you know to recommend, and you look at all these things, that's really like. And I'm glad I went and did those things. Like, I, I often joke about my folklore degree, but like I said, you shouldn't. Was, I think it's awesome. Well, I think it it's really fun. does. It's like, awesome. you're in on a lot of conversations, you know? Like, I can, and that's why with Penny Lane, it's not, I don't just show her the pyramids and, and this is, you know, politics and, and this is math. I'm like, because there is something to be said, I, even though we're two actors here. Yeah, but it can be reflected in a lot of different ways with different things through yeah. life. You know what I mean? Like, I know we're both from the East Coast. And hey, I love that. But um, and and a lot of people take pride in that, like folklore out there too. Well, now they really do. They right? really do. Um, but there's something to be said about like taking that knowledge and then applying it to like, you know, all kinds of other things. Well, like, well, I'll tell you. I mean, my God, the things that you must tell Penny Lane. Well, like I think the, that's cool. Like, I, I like learning from that. Here's I'll, one thing: if I, I learned my little one thing too. in there, there was another course I did. And it was, I forget the name of it. Mon Memorial, where I went to school, right? It's got that and a place in Kentucky are two of the highest, do you say ranked or yeah. most? Some word, like a lot of a academia schools. really, like it's really respected. <laughs> like we've, okay, one of my teachers was... Uh, Paul Smith, and he came up with the term urban legend. He was from London. But we got, see, because right. Newfoundland well, has such, go. we, we got an island, first of all. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these little communities have stayed that way. They yeah. don't really want to change much. I'm not saying they're anti technology. I mean, they're fishing, fishing. No, but like, they're deep in the roots. Danny Clary's area is 400 yeah. years old. It's the oldest area. Danny Clary, I say that he played for the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, Red Wings. Uh, so, right, that's not far from my house, maybe 45 minutes. But like John Cabot, the first European all-round, all year-round settlers from the... Yeah, they, they settled that in 1602, and a lot of the same families are there. Mm -hmm. So all these... like, And that's why we have unique stuff like mummering uh, at Christmas time. Um, and just look into it if you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, our, our foods, the way we... Our, mu our music is kind of Irish, but we got things called ugly sticks, right? And we got, yeah. you might hear an accordion <laughs> in a rock band. And like, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because we've kind of morphed those. Th and that's, to me, the folklore I was interested in. How, yeah. and, and by extension, that was Newfoundland. Then Canada. How did Canada, how did North America, how did but we it all... But it is, and it's an, ex it's an extension of Canada in itself. Like, yeah. that's what's so cool about it. Like, even for me growing up, like, my, listen, my dad played music and shit like that. Like, to hear a a fucking set of bagpipes with a rock band all of a sudden, and then you're like, oh, that's half of Boston now. Or like, you yeah. know what I mean? Well, like, and that's, that's like, a good point, though, because like, back, that's a good point. Before yeah. Borders, yeah. Right, um, Boston was like, Saint. that was our hub. People don't really like, there's, there's oh, a yeah, song for Boston, sure. to, from yeah. Boston to St. John's. I know Great Big C do it, but I think, I don't know if it's their original. But, you know, because like there was no reason, even though Toronto now would probably be, Right, but that was our because without the border, and we were independent for a lot of the time. Yeah. And, so, and then, if you go back far enough, so was everybody to a degree. And so, you know, a lot of Newfoundland, like Chris Nyland's grandfather's from Newfoundland. Yeah. Um, 
A lot of people are from Philadelphia. It's right there if you look it's at the map. It's right there. Right? So We had, the, we had the, the ferry that would go back and forth from Yarmouth to Bar Harbor. And it was a Bahama and a fucking Yarmouth. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's and, literally and, right there. And and But, like, I now, I, I, I don't want to say, well, I mean, I guess I'm saying it, but, like, I, I'm pretty sure it got shut down because it was too fast. And there was some like animal life that may have been uh, yeah, disrupted. Could, could have been in the in the whole thing. Um, but anyway, not to be Debbie Downer, but no, no, no. <laughs> the Baja it re- the cat. It, it really could be. It was that, the that, cat that wouldn't uh, surprise me. Like knocked a few whales off, maybe or something. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Magic like, for real. No, yeah. for real. I think. All the shit uh, yeah. pouring out into the fuck. Um, Jesus. It's NBA playoff time. That means big hoops action with DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Get in on the excitement of every game with a touch of a button. New customers can make a $5 pre-game Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. So, what are you waiting for? Download the app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can make a $5 pre-game Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Again, that's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. But the point being, so, and I know it's a long way to get there, but I, we've been talking for a while. Again, I didn't think we'd talk this much about movies, but what I learned, yeah. if I learned one fucking thing in there, huh. it's that you can follow. Follow whatever you want in pop culture. Let's just say movies and music. I just mentioned Modern Times. It's relevant. It's so good because it's relevant. It, you can't watch movies that are relevant in the course of history. If you watch all these movies that were important at the time or music, you will find everything that happened and you'll find the passion and you'll almost get a better idea. Not a better, but you can form... Like if you were... It's impossible to listen to the best songs, for example, in albums of the 60s and early 70s without knowing about Vietnam. It has to come up. It yeah, literally yeah, comes yeah. up in a lot of songs. Fuck Vietnam, we're not going. Country Joe and the Fish in um, Woodstock. Uh, be the first one on the block to send your boy home, to, hear, to see your boy come home in a box. And it's one, two, three, what are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I don't give a damn. The next stop is Vietnam. Uh, it's five, six, seven, open up the pearly gates. I ain't got time to wonder why, whoopee, we're all going to die. Now, that lyric there 
it, that's one lyric from the 60s. Yeah, one. And you would have to know people were pretty fucking upset. Yeah. What was going on? Kids were coming home in boxes? What, 18? And you'd look into it and you'd be like, yeah. Oh, now, this was happening. If you yeah. read that in a history book, it wouldn't pack the same weight. I'm not saying you can't back it up. But if you listen to the art or watch it, it's passion. It's, you know, watch the movie Platoon and tell me you can't fucking feel for those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and girls. It keeps, but, you know. Yeah, no, no, no. <clears throat> but you, you're right. Like, it gives it a little extra... Um, Gusto, like under under it, you know, like when you, when you have when it's art, it's movies, it's music, it's yeah. whatever. When you see it through that lens, it's it, it packs more of a punch, I think, for anyone, especially if you're looking and saying, I mean, my gosh, you're like a Dennis Hopper, a Marlon Brando, fucking Apocalypse yeah. Now. You see these movies like that come through, and they're the ones telling the story to you. You listen and, a little lo- loud. No, you're right. Oh. And, and. Yeah. So not only are the stories being told, being told, whether it's lyrics or on, on film, by someone that feels passionately about them, mm-hmm. but a lot of it, unbeknownst to them, just watching it, you see a bit of history. Yeah. Like, I, again, I don't want to get political with it, or I'm not saying this, but you, if, if you were to watch a movie in 1935, and everybody should know about the history of, of, of North America and the world, and say, hey, why is that guy wearing blackface? Why didn't they just get a black actor? Well, the reason, and that's a history lesson, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Um, why um, are the Beatles, right? If you were listening to, to, to Sergeant Pepper, you'd go, Jesus, and if you were listening to music two years before, you'd realize that they were using tracks in a different way. You wouldn't even, it wouldn't even matter what the song was about, even though they were packing a big punch. Just hearing the sounds or the Beach Boys, good vibrations, and yeah. then you listen to Chuck Berry, who was great, but there's clearly a difference that happened in a very short time, and you can just do the math on that, right? Yeah, so, I, and once I got through and realized that, I was like, you know, it, it kind of blew me away, and that's for that reason. I'm doing a lot of the talking here because I'm stoning no, I coffee. Like um, <laughs> that's why Penny Lane, like I, I, I'm like, you know, you can't, you can't do anything but benefit and you sh- you're going to be in these places and you should know about certain things, right? Like you should know about, you, you know, right from who Beethoven was to Absolutely. fucking, I don't know, Ellen DeGeneres' first kiss on fucking the, the lesbian <laughs> no, kiss, which looks small like things, nothing like, now. I don't want to get woke with it. I'm just saying, like, no, but you're, there are but things you're right. that, there whether is, you disagree or agree, there they happen. monumental things that happened in our... Uh, and it's history, yeah. Like you know, pop see that guy yeah. going to the moon? That was 1969, right? Yeah. Now, your great-grandmother in 1903 had to get a horse to the store... To get milk, <laughs> right? Yeah. And she, in her lifetime, people are walking around on the moon. Yeah. Well, when did that happen, Dad? Like, I'm like ahead. 1969. Yeah. And they're like, well, well how? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How the fuck did that? Yeah, Can you yeah. imagine? Can well, you fucking imagine? I'm people, have to explain those people things. rode a horse to work in like 1900 something, and then, you know, by the time that they're in their 60s, Man, uh, my, people it wasn't that long are ago. walking on the moon. Yeah, I know. They've never seen a light bulb when they were born. Yeah. Their first memories it's well, my are dad. just fire. Yeah. It was like on a farm. Like yeah. and like they like oh, fuck. there was a lot of candlelight and it's like like shit. lanterns and shit. That, that sounds was, crazy. But God. and he's not even that old, but like that was that was what it was back in the day. 
Now we're desensitized. You could tell me that, like, you could almost tell me anything now. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, honestly, you know what's become normal? And I don't want to get right into the alien thing, but... Oh, man. You know? Like, yeah. now they're talking, yeah. like... Okay. See how the reports are starting to get, like, not outlandish? It's like... Yeah. What? Is they that something now? It. Is like, that something now? But yeah. I'm like, you know what? Very fucking likely. Who knows? We're probably living they're in like, a fucking... The Jays beat the Tampa Bay Lightning last night. Or the fucking uh, 14 to 3. And last night there was a UFO sighting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's become fucking normal. <laughs> and next up, our weather in Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what Jesus, the well, they had Obama yeah. on one of those shows one day, and there's like, you know, he was the president. He would fucking know. They asked Trump. They asked him both the same question. I don't hear anybody agree on anything from both sides. And they both were like, yeah, well, you know, like th- what well, those guys stuff. said, like, you know, the guys that were, the, they were fucking flying around. Members of our military, and they got the reports. They don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, they don't know what it is. It really happened. Both presidents, yeah. they can't agree on anything. Nothing. But <laughs> aliens. I'm going, that's it? That's what we got in common? I, and now I got to know that? I love how it just kind of came Jesus, in Jesus, tell me, tell me right something out. good. Like, it came right in and came right out. No what, problem. What, what we, like, we would have lost our marbles 20 years ago yeah. and now we we're just like yeah well that's an that's an example of uh like it's like ah fake news <laughs> yeah well, now, now you, know, you like, just tell me anything whoever doesn't look, want to look, believe look, it just it's think. just like yeah fake news i've often said it yeah. stephen hawking one of the last papers he wrote he mentioned this that two thousand years ago you would have been ever so lucky to get to alexandria with the big library only so many people were even uh, that were offered the gift of learning to read wow. and if you could read and you could get there and take in information and now we have it all in our hands and there's more people that believe the earth's flat we have alexandria in our hand alexandria and then some and more than that Fits in our pocket. We can know. Our- I just like to believe that there's more dumbasses out there in the world. But how? Address how the that- fuck do you? I look any they conspiracy. Can't. I don't like conspiracy okay. theorists. I stay away from it. I don't like giving it any fucking night because sometimes for those who believe there's the w- some truth, Earth is flat. But there's get thousands of them. Look at the thing, Ryan, and whatever. Dude, there's a Netflix show. Have you seen it? It's, it's fucking ridiculous. crazy. They have thousands of people around and they got a reason and they say no and they mirrors and everything else and they think it's a Truman Show bubble. They can't really think it, can they? Or they just want to be part of a group. I think they want to be part of a group. But, I'm, yeah, I mean, it has to be the answer. I think they want to be part of a group. Jesus, you can stand on a high fucking hill and see a fucking the Yeah, yeah, I know. You can see the horizon. No have they problem. never been in a plane? Yeah. What happens when they go in a plane? What about the, the, the fact that Fucking uh, water turns a different way when you go down south. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Listen, like, dude, you watch uh, that. I forget the name of it, but just Google it for those listening. I should have the answer to these. I got no producer or anything. I would just throw over to him or her. Yeah. <laughs> or her. Uh, I got to say that nowadays. But um, what I'm saying, what am I saying? Oh, no, check it out. Because for me, if that can be possible, mm-hmm. if that can be possible, that thousands and thousands and thousands and I, I know it's it's tens of thousands and they say it in the movie i forget what it is what the fuck is it called something to do with flat it. earthers or like something something about uh, you know what i'm gonna look it up talk okay. for a second i gotta look this up well what do you know right now we've got 
Half the cast is downstairs. We're giving you a little inside information. How many points right do you now. think Bedard's going to get next year? Points? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I bet you he cracks around fifty. I'd say between 50, 60. I bet he gets like twenty-five goals. Shakes okay. everyone up a little bit. I'm, I'm going to go thirty. Where's he going though? But most people Anaheim. I don't think would go with me. But I, I, yeah, I mean Anaheim. Don't they get the biggest? Okay, by the way, huge, huge. By the way, it's lead. called behind the curve. I feel like I've seen that. Now listen, I've been. I know what you're saying. Things, when we just yeah. laughed and we said, but they answer these in a very grown-up way. No, I know. I know. That, now there's the one guy that leads the charge. I believe he realizes it. He seems to, but he doesn't. Is he the if guy. Who's like on the History Channel too, and he's uh, yeah. But if he gives in his show. whole lively, his whole shtick's over. But he's kind of like the um, the guy from the Food Network. Like guy, he's the Guy Fieri of Aliens. <laughs> like, do we are we talking yeah, he about is. the same guy? <laughs> like Mark Sargent. Yeah, fuck yeah. His name is That's Mark exactly Sargent. Okay, now he gets, and I'm like, to me, this guy, you can tell he loves the attention. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. So why would he ever? And the like, he must know the difference. He looks like he's the guitar player from Creed. Yeah, <laughs> and every he does, he does, he and does. every no time. Fans. Well, one of them actually, and the other. There's a hold on. Now I'm looking it up. Spiros McMit. Spiros McManus. Macalicus. Macalicus. Anyway, there's that's there's even a, better. Spiros yeah. Macalicus. It's a group of people that you're gonna go wow. Like here we are now. Mm -hmm. this day and age. And there's people, like Kyrie Irving, I think, said it for attention. But these people, there are people that believe it. Like, he's there preaching it, and of course, this guy, you know, like any, you know, who are those fucking people down south? I think it's just fun to kind of be on the other side of things every once in a while, too. Yeah. Televangelists know what's up, I think. Yeah. And But there's people in the audience you can tell they're praying on. That's what it feels like, these people. But there's a mix of that. And they, I don't think at some point they never will admit it because they're part of a group and they, they go around and they go to these conventions and they're every few months and, yeah. you know, they have fun together. And God bless them, you know? Hey, God bless them. By the way, look, like, look what I got for you. I got to tell you something you now. You I've been talking. We, we can wind up now. It's I've been good. talking, dude. <clears throat> that was really potent weed, was it not? Why well, I, I haven't had any, but I'm a, I'm about to. Okay, so I'm about to. When I got what on is here, it? Nine, I nine feel I've four? been uh, talking over you the whole time. No, I, dude. Th- th- okay, so this is the other thing for all those listeners out there. This is why we have a special person here hosting this show. <laughs> like, I mean, can we even talk just briefly about the fact that when I went to Newfoundland and got to hang out with you, like in your digs? Oh, that was a good time. Like, tell oh, them why you came. Wow. More, so more I was there shooting the, guest for the star for, uh, for for Hudson and Rex. And um, who'd you play? We. Uh, oh, did it come out yet? It's out. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's out. So I played bad guy. Bad guy. Might have been a good guy, but that turned out to be a bad guy. But uh, but anyway, we're so bad we're guys. we're, we're like, bad guys on Hudson and Rex. I didn't realize. So, um, but going to a hockey game with this guy. Let me tell you, audience, this guy is and and I quote the unofficial mayor of St. John's, Newfoundland. That's my backyard. Like oh, going to a a, a public event was absolutely like absolutely stunning um (laughs) it was like it was it was it it, was it fun yeah was it 
like I couldn't believe. And we're talking all ages too. I'm talking like uh, girls that knew your daughter, um, elderly, fans of Shorzy, uh, all Dude. of it. They just came up to us <laughs> constantly. It was it, like they never stopped. Well, see, there's dad that came and then me. And then I got into the acting after the, the film. And then, so I just, I know so many people. And it was mind blowing. I'm downtown a lot. Like, it was mind blowing. When I go out in St. John's, those like, who know. We it, couldn't go like 10 feet at a time. Well, and it was like well, someone we else. George Street. I love George Street. I'm like, if I know. I'm here, George Street on a Friday night after yeah. a Growlers game, like, get the fuck, come fuck on. out of here. I'm like, if I'm in, like, if I'm in Alberta, right, I'd, and I have a choice, I'd rather go to Banff, right? I'm a, Saying live there every day. But if someone Beautiful says, well, I'm in Calgary and someone says, okay, you got 10 hours. Like, I, of course I'm going to go there and see it. Like, if, if I'm going to go to dinner, I'm going to... If I am in St. John's, yeah. why would I go to the side that you can't... And nothing against it. There's some no, decent don't subdivisions. Do that. Call so up you, Perry Ryan. Buying a house is fine in those out. places. You know, I live in Mount Pearl. <laughs> but when I go out, why not go down to the oldest street in North America being Water Street? No, there's no, street, there's no question. One of the oldest. The, 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 the European flavor, the, the, the brick buildings with the history behind them. I the won't lie. I was, bars, I was pissed off that it was like December and it was so cold because yeah. I wanted it to be summer so we could like have a little more time out there well, and the will. sun not go down at, you know. You're five well, o'clock, but it was. Uh, you're gonna oh, come in the man, summer. I love. Oh my god, I loved it. Um, and you know what? Fuck the flat earthers. Now that's that's it. I uh, I believe. <laughs> really. Uh, you know what, last guys? last thing I'll ask you. Look, what song does Tom Cruise Ooh. sing in Risky Business when he slides into the? And that's another one, my friend. Ah, uh, you're gonna make me look. It's another one you should dun, rewatch. Dun, dun, dun. And Is I it Bruce Springsteen. Like working for a living? No. no, it's a great, great thought. It's a, it's Damn a it. working man's rock and roller for sure. He slides in, and you know the plot of Risky Business. I'd forgotten it till I watched it recently. No, as a matter of fact. So, for those that don't know, Tom Cruise. I mean, I know there's he's divisive now because of the Scientology, but come on, he's a good actor. No, he's great. And I mean, I just if I was to just judge everybody on, you know, their their political or their you know, yeah, religious beliefs, then I wouldn't have any friends left. You know what I mean? <laughs> so not that he's my friend, but you know what I'm saying. No, for sure. So where was I? You're asking oh, me okay, what so, was the song, but I don't But I, I went back it. and watched Risky Business. Yeah. Dude, it's one of his best movies. And then I looked, it was up, it, it, he was so up good. for the Oscar, it was up for Best Picture, and no one really talks about it. And right after that was Top Gun, and I know the second one hyped it recently, but even before that, more people seem to remember and watch and digest Top Gun still. See, that's, risky business. We're, we're really into the movie thing because today, and I, I don't need to go, like get all into it right now, but like I was listening to a thing with Rob Lowe. I, I am a fan of Rob Lowe, but I find it interesting more because they were all together at the time when, um, when they were doing like the American Zotrope thing yeah. with The Outsiders and that was an experience in itself with uh, Lowe and uh, fucking Tom Cruise, Patrick Swayze. Uh, they did a bunch. Damon. Yeah. There, uh, there was a bunch of them on there. Would they be the Rat Pack? Uh, Ralph Macchio. Some of them were the Rat Pack. They no, called them the Brat Pack, them, sorry. The, they the called Brat themselves pack. the Brat Pack. Yeah, the Rat Pack, sorry, yeah. was, was uh, the so, Rat Pack. But Dean they Martin, all Frank watched, Sinatra. Yeah, that was Sammy the Rat Davis. Pack. Yeah, okay. And then they were the Brat Pack. Yeah. And... And to hear it, like, it was, I was hearing, like, him speak about the fact that, that like, 
how Tom kind of just like went to that next level after that movie. And because they were all pretty much the same yeah. area in that time. They were. And, um, but after that, he really just like. Well, this is. But this color is, of money. This is why. Like, no, he did. Yeah, Color of Money is, know, is, like, is definitely uh, my favorite for many reasons. And so many. God bless Warren Zevon, Werewolves of London. Anyway, um, listen, listen. Risky business, this is why, when I went back and watched, here's cocktail. why I'm surprised. Yeah, cocktail. Here's why I'm surprised. Because in risky business, his parents go away, okay? And him and his buddy yeah. get the house to themselves. And he, well, he has the... So, you know, he gets up to no good, and then at some point, they figure, let's get a prostitute, Right? <laughs> Like so a he dirty gets, Matthew Broderick movie? Without or? giving it away, because it's worth watching, and this happens early, him, that's how, so he pays Rebecca de Mornay for a day and doesn't realize how expensive it's going to be. Anyway, they crash the Porsche, they come in. It's vi- like, if Ferris Bueller is a remake, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's not, but it is, it's more like jokey because, you know, the... Ferris Bueller, I mean, because like they're an dealing adult with version of that. Like, yeah, and yeah. it's like only a couple of years before it, and I just find it funny that Ferris Bueller, because I think Ferris Bueller in the in the, in the like zeitgeist is that what you say the the zeitgeist of the time, like now that like lived on. Like I can say Ferris Bueller to Penny Lane, and I think she knows what I'm talking about. She yeah. would have no idea what risky business is. Right. Yet, if you go back and watch it, and it's Tom Cruise driving it, yeah, you would figure over Matthew Broderick. Right, yeah. that it would have, you know, people would go back and... You can't but, knock that John Hughes movies, though. You yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I you know. Can't. And and, and it's yeah. a great movie. And in my mind, Ferris Bueller is a better movie. Like, I, I like it Just better. Just overall. Yeah, and it's more cheesy, though. I don't know. Like, if you were looking Definitely at the ratings... Is, but it's... Yeah, it's just it's funny to me. To it's, it's, it's more part of my childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's meant to be. Yeah. And even, but when I watch Risky Business, it is a... It, I, it's I won't like say for, good. It's a great it's movie. It's my age, like, like American Pie. Yeah. Or something like in regards. Like Yeah. Know, well in some ways. But. In some ways. Yeah. Definitely in some ways. Yeah. Right. And I think the other the, the good parts of Ferris Bueller are, are at first, like I think now I, I, I don't know. I bet you it's critically acclaimed now. Like if you look back at all those movies I know, the John Hughes movies, all of them, but they are, but if you were to look at that at the time, I didn't see it as, oh, this is going to be a classic to me. It was like, or the Goonies for that matter. I used to go to those movies. And, oh, man. You know, it was just like, but now I look back and even if you watch Bueller, as actors too that now know what it's like behind the camera mm-hmm, and in front mm-hmm. of it, I'm like, wow, this is a fucking great movie. Yeah. For so many reasons, right? So many reasons. And, uh, and you know, yeah. I guess it would be one of my top 1080s films. So before we go, give me, I don't want it your top five because we'll be here all day. Give me oh, five. I'll give them to you right now. Not only good movies, but movies that. Well, I was going to say that most people might not have seen, but I don't know anymore. Like I, I might say the Shawshank Redemption, and people go, "What's that?" So I have no not, like, awareness. I, I have a little awareness of of what is is popular out there now as far as classics go. Point being, like I look at cool. some like it out as a classic, but to Penny Lane. You know, Shawshank Redemption was twenty years ago, thirty yeah. years ago. Well, if you're asking me, like, uh, like in a situation, thirty like that, fucking I, years. My first two in either order is the original Muppet movie. Wow! Like, no question. Wow! Yeah, and and uh, Ghostbusters one. 
you know. Yeah. So it was an honor 100%. then to see the second Ghostbusters yeah. here with you. That was so good. Remember that? I loved that it. Was, yeah, I was. I, I had goosebumps. I was crying in the seat. Oh, I loved it. Seeing Egon too at the yeah. end. Yeah, I, I was. Oh boy. I was like, I had definitely. Yeah. I, I definitely. It did shed a grabbed. Tear. It grabbed at your heartstrings a little bit there. It really did. I didn't yeah. expect it to, man. Me neither. I was Me waiting neither. for the Ghostbusters to come but in, like, and I. It really, it really worked. It was they, fitting. They nailed. They did it right. They did it right. Wow. So that's one and two. I never I would, would have said that. It. That is one and two. Um, and then, man, it just starts. To, like from there, the list just. Well, just give me three. Completely goes all over the map. It might, but give me any three that might be up there. Like I was like, I, are I could, you talking from that era? No, any era. Like. Uh, it it always romance. changes for me. Oh, True Romance, a fucking great movie. Yeah, that, now, Tarantino produced it, right? He didn't, produced didn't direct it. it. I think he may have wrote it as well. Maybe wrote it. It was his first, like, I have a Tarantino collection. That's the first movie. And I have another one that it's completely it's left life. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, that's my, that's my. But it's his footprints all over. Jam. I love that movie so much. Which one? I Space love Jam. Boogie Nights too. Did you say Space Jam? No, I did not say Space Jam. Okay, thank fuck. <laughs> I thought you said Okay. I definitely. I'm not as stoned, space. but I'm. I'm getting but back. But no, we can we can roll one up. Um, no, no, there was no Space Jam. Um, no, but like, uh, yeah, uh, I won't lie. Ghostbusters Part Two, too. Wow, unfucking believable. That's how much. I love them. Wow. Like, like you do. So I why why, why your affinity cuz you were a young them. kid when you saw them at first? I was a young kid. Well, they're great. And I loved Bill Murray. Image. I just loved Bill Murray. Yeah. And it was so it was such a trip too like later on in life even what like uh like god. It was probably only like 5 years ago. I saw Stripes for the first time and I was Fucking like funny, man. oh my god, Harold Ramis and Bill Murray are together what, and like what and be? John Candy like what the Actual fuck. I know. My, mine. What a movie. That is a and fucking I, And great I movie. missed it somehow just as growing up. I just, I don't know. I just never saw it or whatever. I guess like you could miss it as a we kid. We had the like, VHS tapes. We used to burn oh, about 300. I loved it. Was it was one of the first movies Couldn't I Couldn't believe ever I'd saw. never seen it. My favorite Bill Murray movies, one and two, What About Bob, Groundhog Day. Yeah, see, What About Bob is, is probably his best. That's underrated. Yeah. Because I don't. That's the same Scrooged thing. is great too. Scrooged. Yeah. What a great Christmas! That's one of the best Christmas movies ever. We're gonna like, take Scrooge. Yeah. Call it like Scrooged and put fucking Bill Murray as the fucking executive TV guy. Like executive it's, it's, TV. it's so he's yeah. so good. He's it's it's such a good movie. Like you want to remake it, but you're like no 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 no. Like the idea is there, but my God, it's just such a and they're all fucking, fucking awesome comedians, movie. man. Oh, it's so good. The fucking the, the uh, ghosts of past, present, yeah, and the ghosts, yeah, they're all like uh, they're dynamite. Yeah. Even for back then, the effects, the the actors are so funny that no, the effects it's so work so good. Just um, works. Have you ever seen Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Love it, love it. Yeah, I'm, those two. Uh, I guess that brother would be directors, a, I believe they are French guys. Yeah, I remember that. Oh my the, god, they're they're, they're that blew me away. That absolutely movie, incredible. I went in not knowing because it's still I don't get it, but it's classified Little under Elijah comedy. Wood. Haven't seen him in a while. Um, <laughs> he's not he's in. in there. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, in he that. is in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he is. And yeah. Mark uh, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, but he yeah, looks like he's Dunn's. playing like a young. Mark yeah. Ruffalo's like must be like forty playing a twenty five year old because he. <sighs> I don't know the whole story, but I I think he got sick 
um, for a little while there. I think he may have had the old C word, um, but he beat it. And um, that may have been either the movie that was his last movie before he got sick or the one that he came back on. I forgot Elijah Wood too. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't. It was comedy, yeah. and it was Jim Carrey, and I yeah, went, but it was dark. There's comedy. no. I, I don't. I, don't, really I didn't find good. it funny at all. I found no. it great. Yeah, it was just. I, touching. I, I, I don't. Nec- I don't always go to a love story, like, and I hate saying it because they can be great. My favorite would probably be Bridges of Madison County. I sound really old school there, but okay. it really is one of my favorite. I, I look. Nice. I just had no idea it was going to be a love yeah, story. Yeah, like people yeah, would say, yeah. the Notebook, but I, I went in knowing what that was going to be. It is a good Fair. movie, yeah. but I knew it. Uh, but. I had no idea, first of all, Eternal Sunshine, and just the way the whole concept and the philosophy well, behind more, it. That's the thing. It's a little yeah. bit more of an outside-the-box thinking love story. Way, yeah. I didn't yeah, see that yeah. coming, yeah, right? Yeah. It's, it's got a lot of, like, Vanilla Sky in there or totally. Inception. Totally. And, and I didn't see that yeah. happening, I, and I absolutely loved it. Um, and what were we talking about right before that? Oh, God. I don't even know. Marilyn Monroe movie or something? No, no, no. The, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, right before Eternal Sunshine. Anyway. Those would be like Bill Murray movies or something. Mine change, and it's so subjective. Yeah, me too. yeah, I could probably tell you like ten that are definitely in my top fifty, but I could never put just ten in a row. I, I just couldn't do it. No, me neither. They change. They change but, constantly. But the best thing about situations and conversations like this, and uh, conversations like this all over the world, is that no one's right, no one's wrong. It's opinion. And even mm-hmm. by talking here today, I'm not. I wasn't trying to come full circle, but I think we have. Yeah. Um, sometimes things are fuzzy on weed. Sometimes they're more clear. But we've come <laughs> full circle, and I think everybody's learned a little bit. I've learned a little bit. You've learned a little I bit. I have. I have. I hope the people listening have learned a little bit. Yeah. Listeners at home, enjoy. Well, that's what it's about. <laughs> like Plato, Aristotle, and Socrates oh, said. Oh, there you go. The first, what I call, of the great philosophers. And, uh, you know, those guys kind of, yeah, they were, in my mind, you could make arguments to go further, but, you know, the universities started then. The whole idea, I think the term philosopher, philosopher kings, it all came from there. And, you know, they would sit around and talk about, you know, like their first questions were like, what is happiness? You know, and and then from there, how should we treat each other? And, and and, And they would sit around and, you know, the lawmakers would, were the philosophers, were the governors. And anyway, like he said, well, all we do know for sure is that we need the dialectic. And they're like, what's that? He said, it's simple. It's just conversation. Mm-hmm. And if you think one way and I think one way, the only way that we're ever going to progress is conversation. It might be two steps back. We might have war on the way there. But we have to have a conversation. And at the very we don't even have to get along. But yeah. maybe through conversation, our weapons get better at war, and now technology gets better at what? You know, I mean, he's not promoting good or bad. He just he's says, saying, like, in order to advance at all, sense. we have to communicate. Yeah. And through this, well, I didn't know what I was going to do today. I was at the mall. Oh, fuck, I got to do a podcast. Neither did I. Right? I didn't <laughs> know what I was going to talk about. about. <laughs> I had no idea what I was going to talk about. Yeah. But at least multiple we did, people. We just did an hour of talking about We movies. did an hour of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a, like that's a, okay. Yeah, hey, that's what Seinfeld was based on, nothing, and it was like, one of the best ever. It's the greatest. And on that note, <laughs> McTee, it's been a blast. Has it ever. Folks, if I you're downtown St. John's, what's that? Well, I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish. I'm just saying, I love being here. I love I loved chatting with you, and you know what? If we got to do more, I'll I'm always be here, um, but otherwise, I'm just a I'm I think happy you and camper, I man. should do one of these a month. 
And you know what I like to. about actually doing them, uh, and like what we call it, let people decide. If anybody wants to uh, name my podcast with McD, get to me on Twitter. It's a lot easier. Just attach me, Terry Ryan 20 on Twitter. Um, on Instagram, honestly, I might not see the message. I get a lot of them on there. Um, so, <laughs> too many. But I think, yeah, I just, you know what I mean? People are being nice. But okay, if I put out like a... No, I'm, I'm keep going. Like no. two days ago, or I put out the thing like Shorzy's yeah. back or whatever, and it was a picture of all of us. Yeah. I'll have like 200 people like with just a clap symbol. You, now, you in between the, me in one photo and I got like 200 followers. Yeah, so... And it's only <laughs> so people being like, nice. Right. No, But I it's know, tough but to I'll, go through I'll, all the messages. because your scraps. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> yeah, and I'm only taking other scraps, hey, right? Buddy, That's all, all it is. It's right? all good. <laughs> it's all it's it is. <laughs> and you hope that like yeah. of the 10 people that joined three will listen to the podcast, maybe yeah. like it. And then you go, oh, hey. we just talked about that. I just got 40 more. Yeah. No. <laughs> but it is. And look, I love people. That's why I often say, if you're going to ask me the, the question, and I love these questions that people ask uh, for my pod, but do it on Twitter is perfect. And, and like, just tag me in an actual post, and other people will see it and might be able to weigh in, and then I'll take it over here. The DMs, like I said, are tough, right? Cause, and, and McD, mixed into those DMs are some stuff that someone might be saying, hey, I got a gig for you. Are you available? And, and yeah. I don't see it because so I know it's weird. I think I this is where I need a producer, and I need my own. Um, I do. The po- I mean, the Hockey Podcast Network—they <laughs> produce this thing. I shouldn't say they don't, but I, I sh- eventually to have someone do the you need homework studios. and do. Oh, well, I need my own <laughs> channel for it. Yeah. yeah, I do. But I'm getting yeah. by with with just my. My Instagram really I know. is what we're I go by. We're doing all right here. We're doing but, all right with the old focus right and the Apple yeah. book. But you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, like, like, I'm yeah. not, if I had that, then people, then I would know exactly what I was getting into. As soon as I went over there, I would know this is only for answering questions. Yeah. And I'll do it, and I'll sit there for an hour or two a night, see what I can write out, bring them back on the pod, because it is part of my job. I don't mind answering. It's part of my yeah, job. But, it, uh, but when 300 at of home the, uh, yeah. who don't know, like this guy actually does take time to just... <laughs> You 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 add all these I ideas tried of like what we're what we're gonna do and questions and yeah I, you know sometimes it may go that way and it may not but whatever I'll we have an you. organic conversation you it's know fine. so the other day I put Max Buffard who plays JJ Frankie JJ I put him Frankie JJ yeah that was two days ago and then on my story I put Shorzy has dropped right and and then a lot of people are listening to that for that this to that for that reason. And, you know, the more eyes that can get on it, and I mean, I enjoy it. It's fun for us. It's fun for the people. They feel like people that are watching feel like they have a little bit of an inside track. You know, I see why. And I know I'm responsible for a lot of their f- fandom. So I'd like to mm. put things out there. Yeah, but yeah. just in the two days that I just put, like, maybe four posts out st- oh, I know. concerning the show. Yeah. So I woke up. I counted the other day. I woke up. And do you know when I was done pressing the new messages? Yeah. I had 713 now, like just think. People message me. Jeez. Oh, oh, messages. So, yeah, because people put How like fire or something. And oh I, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I can't. That's what most of it is. Yeah, and I, yeah, yeah. On yeah. Instagram, I can't figure it. And it. once I get yeah. back to them, they don't go back. So like, I want to be nice to people, and I'll be like, I know. And so, so then, then. But then I just fire through them. So then some people have a good question. It's the East Coast coming out in you, my and, man. Yeah, and then and then some people go like, <laughs> I got to return. Hey Terry, you know, and they'll ask me like a question. That they don't even oh. want on the pod. They're just curious. I'm like, really? Do you think me? You want me to break down the Leafs power play over DM right now? Like, <laughs> I got 712 more messages. You're telling me Matthew Nice right? is gonna, <laughs> yeah, like, do it or not do it. 
But it's it because you know those count as messages. So I'll have like no, I get clap it. symbol, I completely a trophy, I, I a la- and yeah. it's hard to tell people not to engage. Hard eyes, but it ends up. <laughs> Yeah, and then I, I do have friends that do send me messages, right? So I just lose them. Yeah. People are like, why the fuck didn't you get back to me? I'm like, you know, if I let those I'm like, back I'm up. sorry, man. Yeah. If I let them go a week, I wouldn't be able to get to all the messages. But that's why you're TR. Before we go, I will say, I say that to me the problem isn't that too many people are getting to me. I love that. What I'd prefer those listening... Like, we're going to a Jays game tomorrow. If you're in Toronto, which I know a lot of you are, the biggest hockey... I'm sure that a bunch of people that listen to this are from uh, uh, Toronto. Math would say, and logic, probably a majority. Well, tomorrow, I'll be at the Jays game. Now, I'll talk all... I love the live interaction. Because then it's real people and, and a real conversation and everything. And to me, that's a lot easier than going through messages on the thing. So I'd rather just well, I put out stories and post where I am. I'll go to the fucking airport and fucking have a few beers with anybody. Yeah. But when I, you know, when it's 500 emojis, it's just hard. Yeah. <laughs> I, but please dude, don't take that as a bad thing. No, don't. That's it's not nice. a People bad thing. It's nice. People being nice. You're okay. just... You're just telling them like it is, dude. Yeah, I get off like the whole way out to right Capriol. Anyone mind could not go through all the emojis of like a post. We went out that so this morning we went to Capriol, <laughs> which is like that's where we go to shoot a lot of shorzy. It's like forty minutes from door to door, right? I got there, yeah. I wasn't halfway through, right? And I got to remember all these lines and everything. Yeah. And then at lunch, I got to most, and now it'll peter out, you know. Yeah, I'm not again, and I, I did put like shorzy season to it'll be a max. Every day is not like that, right? But yeah. if you post something often, and that's what I would want to do if I had a podcast uh, profile, right? If it was just T- TR's tales. You're doing whatever, it unknowingly just... anyway, so it's all good. Yeah. Like, anyway, really but fuck, I'm rambling again. I hope people just don't take it as, as like I'm sitting there fucking complaining about it. It could be a lot worse oh, buddy. than having 700 people comment on a podcast or a fucking TV show. I'm thankful for every goddamn minute we have on this show. McD, you're an actor, I'm an actor, and it's a, it's, it's a blessing. not often that you get the opportunity that we have here. This is a blessing here right now for sure. No question. Folks, if you're downtown St. John's this weekend, you want to have a beer, why not go to... Trinity Pub, why not go to Rob Roy Confusion? TJ's, the green, or green sleeves, uh, loose tie, martini burr, and bull and barrel. Literally, those are the places that I go to have a beer. They're friends of mine. But get out and support local if you're from there. And if you visit, of course, the whole street, the whole town is a blast. And if you're going to go for a bite to eat, why not go to Merchant Tavern, Blue on Water, and, of course, Wedgwood Cafe. Pitbull Pain Relief, pitbullpainrelief.com. The pain sticks that don't quit, I swear by them. If you're in town and you want to work out in St. John's or Clarenville, in St. John's, it's Rope Walk Lane. It's Ryan Power, conditioning, strength, and balance for the body and mind. And, of course, Mr. Lube has two locations in St. John's on Camelot Road and on Torbay Road. Live, laugh, lube. True hockey, take what's yours. Thanks a lot for tuning in to 149B with Ryan McDonald. I'll be back in just a few days with more stories, more tales, and more hockey. Thanks for listening. Catch you on the rebound.